0: today on CityCast Denver. I love coffee. I love hot coffee, I love iced coffee, I love Starbucks. And I love the cozy little neighborhood shops too. And let me tell you, Denver has no shortage of great ones. So my producer and fellow coffee hound, Paul Caroli, joins me to talk about our favorites. Like, which shop is the best place to meet a friend? Who serves great food beyond a microwave burrito? Which coffee shop has, well, the best coffee? And which has the worst? Today is Thursday, October thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Hi, Paul. Hey, Bree. We're uh, we're talking about. Actually, I don't know if this is one of your favorite things. We're talking about one of my favorite things, which is coffee. Is coffee one of your favorite things?
1: Uh, <laughs> favorite? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I certainly have a pretty strong dependency on it. Mm. Um, that's a big way I changed during the pandemic. Is my my caffeine addiction got much Through much more severe? So I'm drinking it a think lot that more. Why? Why? Just
0: because? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Stress? Worry? Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to know with coffee, what's the beginning, what's the snake's head and what's the snake's tail, you know?
0: Touche. Yeah. I mean, I've I've told this story before, but it was my first word. So I've been battling my love of coffee for um, 40 years now. Yeah. 40 years. Uh, but we wanted to talk about, more specifically, our favorite coffee shops in Denver. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of created a little list of different types of coffee shops, because it's not just about the coffee, right? It's about the atmosphere, or there's certain things that we go to certain coffee shops for. Definitely. So yeah, we're going to go through some of those things that we like, and then name some of our favorite coffee shops, talk about them, give listeners um, maybe some new ideas for places to go if they're not familiar. Also, we wanted to give some local coffee shout outs that are maybe not thought of as like coffee shops in the way we're thinking of them because they're a little bit bigger, Mm -hmm. right, in scope. So Dazbog has several locations, but it's also a Colorado roaster, right? Kind of before the big boutique coffee boom.
1: Yeah, I think the company was started in the 80s by these two Russian immigrants um, and they grew. Now there's a chain of maybe 10, 15 shops around the front range. Um, I thought this one was important to mention because when you walk into Dazbog, the one thing that you know about it is it's Russian-themed. Um, <laughs> and both in their shops and in the grocery store aisle where they sell their beans wholesale, uh, they've made very clear to uh, clarify that their company stands with Ukraine.
0: I think that's awesome, in part because a lot of folks who are of Russian descent, too, are automatically lumped in with their government, which is not necessarily at all their their viewpoint. So I think that's cool. You also, you can't not recognize their uh, bags, right? It's like red, it's bright red and black and yellow. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, (laughs) I'm just reading from our notes. You have boyers written down here.
1: Yeah, Tell I didn't about Boyer. <laughs> well, I didn't think about Boyer's as like a local company so much until recently. Um, but they went through a ho- they had a really horrible pandemic. This company, their roasting facility is at the I twenty five and two seventy junction. They have a coffee shop there. I've never been there. I can't imagine going to a coffee shop next to two giant highways. Um, <laughs> but they supply beans to like Coors Field. They supply beans to a bunch of other local coffee shops. And their plant burned down. Um, like oh no. two weeks after the pandemic started, two years ago. So the company like really, really was struggling. Um, and some other local coffee roasters got together and lent them some space. And there was, they collaborated and got got Boyer's back up on their feet. And that's what I've been drinking ever since at home. I buy their coffee lovers bags of the Denver blend, the light roast. That's my at-home coffee choice. Huh.
0: I, you may have, you may have convinced me. I really... That's a really Isn't that a wor- nice story. story. Yeah. Yes. I love to hear Good that. For I borders. love to hear that the coffee community takes care of itself. That's really nice. Okay, well let's get on with it to our first category. Mm-hmm. Your favorite coffee shop to work in.
1: Paul? <sighs> this is a big category. This is a big category. So here you want like reliable internet. You don't want to have to pay for it every 2 hours. You don't want to get hassled. Um, you want maybe some privacy, maybe a booth option, maybe some seclusion, nice lighting, not too hot, not too cold. All the places I normally like to work in, at least when I was freelancing a lot, they've all closed. I was even yeah. excited to, to to shout out Illegal Grounds on 17th, which was this oh. tiny little coffee shop with like maybe two rooms. Yes. I don't think anyone knew about it. It was in the first floor of a, a lawyer's office.
0: In Old Victorian. Mm-hmm. Ugh. cool building. Is it clo- it's Great closed. Shop.
1: It's closed. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And like, you know, shout out to Denver Bicycle Cafe. Also RIP Rooster and Moon. Bree, I know you love that spot too. Oh. Um, those were my standbys to work in. So in lieu of those, I'm going to give the nod here to Stella's on South Pearl, which is like a 30-year-old business now. Um, I don't particularly love the coffee or the food. It's definitely a microwave <laughs> burrito kind of place. But they have so many rooms. You could get lost in that place. It's cozy. It feels like your grandmother's house. Just a it's, really great place. It's
0: literally place. a house, mm-hmm. which is like what makes it so special. And what I love is that um, the the interior is great. Those little rooms, kind of like little pockets. Mm-hmm. But also the patio sort of like extends out in these tiers down to the street. It's... Beautiful use of space, and um, it is one of my favorite spots, too. I like to meet people there, because it's in Wash Park.
1: How about you, Bree? What's your favorite to work in?
0: Yeah, Bardo. Bardo. I, they have two locations, too, and I've never been to the one in Wheat Ridge, but I mean Bardo it. on uh, Broadway and Byers, if you can get a booth, it's the best. They only have a few, but they've got tables at the front, booth in the middle, sort of like a co- uh, couches in hangout area in the back. Um, and then a great patio on the front. Talk about people watching. If you want to sit on South Broadway, that is the spot. And also, I should note, I didn't know this, but they actually uh, have their own parking lot now. Really? Which is uh huh. Which is uh just sort of like a block up and over off of Alameda behind the Sinclair gas station. They have free parking. So huh. if you've ever been like, oh, I can't find a parking spot, Bardo has a co- has a uh, parking lot. Um, but I-, I would also say. Not like my favorite for food or
1: coffee. Yeah.
0: But vibe, 100%.
1: Great vibe. It's vibe. Very laid back. Open quite late, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah. It's another one of those good spots to go after a show, too, if you like are not into the bar thing. Mm-hmm. It's a great space to go get a drink after a show, like on South Broadway.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm um next time I saw by Bardo I think I'm going to try to bike over there and use that new Broadway bike lane I saw that that oh, opened yeah. this week and I mean Bardo should be one of the businesses that benefits from that
0: oh absolutely absolutely it's a good spot Next up is favorite coffee shop if you're grabbing a bite to eat. And we were kind of just joking how a lot of our favorite coffee shops do the microwave burrito dance. Which, which is, is fine. Which is fine. Fine. It serves. It, it, uh, it gets the job done. But if you really want to have a nice meal with your coffee, where do you go?
1: This one is so easy. It's, it's crema on Larimer Street. Your favorite okay. neighborhood, Brie Rhino. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew a guy, uh, a friend of mine, he used to be a baker there. So I know that they bake all of their pastries and breads fresh and they sell these um, nice sandwiches that have, I always have a vegetarian sandwich option. They'll sell you a brulee grapefruit. Bree. What? This is an elevated food program at this what's coffee. It's a
0: brûléed grapefruit.
1: I think you like put a grapefruit in an oven and it like cooks the top and like the sugars in the grapefruit caramelize. I don't know. Oh I never God. actually ordered it cuz well, I mean, what's the right time for a brûléed grapefruit? But yeah. It sounds
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> it's kind of a cool idea. Okay. How about you, Brie?
0: Mine is also a bakery, uh sung Alameda and Azunai. It is an offshoot of the Vinsung Bakery, which is across Alameda in the Far East Center run by the parents. And then the kids opened a coffee shop, um, I don't probably 10 years ago. It's in the shopping center with uh, Pacific Ocean Marketplace, uh, which has now been bought out by something, I don't know what it's called, but mm-hmm. you would know it if you know where Pacific Ocean Marketplace is. It's a giant shopping center. But Vinsung is also a banh mi spot. So it's a coffee shop. They've got Wi-Fi. They've got incredible Vietnamese iced coffee, but they also make uh, banh mi's. And I had one yesterday for the first time I had a tofu banh mi because I'm Uh now on this dumb diet. this stupid low cholesterol diet. So I usually get grilled pork, which is my dream sandwich. Mm -hmm. But the uh, tofu banh mi at Vinsung was chef's kiss. Sounds great. Okay. Next category is Favorite coffee shop to see and be seen.
1: Okay. So which one is like, can we define this one a little bit more? This is like, which is the like, like the spot? Which is a good spot? Yeah.
0: Like where you're either going to see your people, you know, or see people you want to know, or like, not saying it's like a pickup spot, but like, it's like a, what's this? It's just highly trafficked in a way that you can tell people go there because they want to be out in, in the scene. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I don't say, I don't necessarily see you being a guy that's like super into that, Paul.
1: No, no, of course not. That's (laughs) not not my thing at all. But I do have a pick for this. Um, Okay. St. Mark's on 17th. I feel like, I I don't know if this is even that competitive of a category. St. Mark's is such a great place for this. I've never gone there and not seen somebody I know or uh-huh. said hi to somebody or, and they have the bar next door, the Thin Man and Ugh. the great patio in the back that the bar and the coffee shop kind of share. It's all that's got this great laid back European feeling named after St. Mark's Square in Venice. Um, so much natural light, just a very cool spot.
0: Yeah. And I love that connection with the Thin Man. Cause also I, again, I'm not a drinker. It is such a gorgeous bar. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a beautiful bar to be in. St. Um, Mark's was also my choice. Um, I always run into someone I know there. It's like, I mean, not to sound pretentious, but like if you see artists hanging out, working somewhere, it's probably a cool place. Okay. So we're going to get into <laughs> best coffee shop
1: for the coffee itself. Paul? Uh, well, my pick here is Kellity Brothers, which is a oh. local roaster. They have a couple of locations. I like going there in the mornings um, to the one on Evans, which is a nice, spacious, you know, cafe. A lot of DU students, as you might guess. But I always love their coffee. You know, I, I like to drink my coffee black and that place always seemed to have a, a, a really nice mix of like, you know, lots of flavor, but never too bitter. Never that like sourness that you sometimes get with like places that really take their coffee seriously. I don't know why some people (laughs) like that, but I feel like some people really like seek that out. Um, but I, I I feel you, (laughs) I got to tell a story, you know, thump on 13th Avenue.
0: Ugh, Do I,
1: I used to live near there and I would go there and I would get their coffee and it was always that like sour, bitter coffee and eventually I just like, I ordered one and I took a sip and I asked the guy like, is there, can I have a different cup? Like, can I have the one that's like least sour and bitter? And he looked at me like I had stabbed him in the chest. And he said, uh, none of them are sour and, and oh bitter. My God. Oh my God. And I was just like, okay, I don't need to come back here. This is clearly not for me. This is not my taste. That's fine. That's fine.
0: That's like my exact experience at that place, too. It's like, first of all, it has the what are you doing in here vibe Mm -hmm. about it. Like, why are you a customer? What are you doing here? And then we're going to serve you coffee that is pretty terrible. And I have been there exactly three times maybe and been like, I had the same experience. I was like, this is just what the coffee tastes like. This isn't my spot. It's a scene,
1: though. (laughs) I'll give them credit for that. You know, cat bill mornings on the weekends, the yoga crowd. (sighs)
0: Ugh.
1: No, Mm, meh, meh. What was like, I was, we were talking about Kellity Brothers. Oh yeah, they don't have any of that sour bitterness. I did some research. Apparently they roast their beans in a slightly different way. Air roasting. Okay. So I just pulled some uh, explanation of what that is off their website. They say, you know, normally coffee's roasted in these conventional drum roasters that rely on radiant heat from the cylinder walls to transmit energy into the roast chamber. What they use is a civet's air roaster. Um, which was invented in the 70s and doesn't have that drum, but and instead levitates the beans on a fluidized bed of hot air, keeping Whoa. them moving and not scorching on hot surfaces.
0: Maybe that's what makes their coffee not bitter.
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: Huh. I've never been there. There's actually one down the street from my gym, and I've just never... It's going to be terrible. I never stop by there because there's a Starbucks across the street. But <laughs> it's a story for another day. Um, well, I'm going to give them a try. I'm interested to taste this coffee. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, my favorite coffee for the coffee itself, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Uh, my favorite is Cultura Chocolate. On Morrison Road in Newton, in Westwood, mm-hmm. they do great basic lattes, but they also do um, their specialty is sort of. Obviously, it's chocolate, so they do drinking chocolates, sipping chocolates, champorado, which is like a a coffee corn drink.
1: Huh.
0: Oh, it's it's like a special moment.
1: Coffee it's, and corn.
0: Yeah, that's it's a it's a bit, ba- and I'm oversimplifying it quite a bit, but mm-hmm. um. it's these, it's very, it's a ritual, it's a ceremony, it's like very, um, it's not just your average drink. You're not just swinging by to get a to-go cup. It's like a, it's a moment that you have. And um, cultura is Open, I think in the mornings, and then they take a break in the afternoon, and then they're open in the evenings. And they also do a lot of events within the community. So, a lot of times you can come in and there'll be like a special chef that's serving food, or um, they do like a tamale event during Christmas. Um, It's just kind of a special place to me. They also have a great little back patio that's off of Morrison Road that's lovely. If you just want to sit and sip, that's my spot. And their coffee and their uh, drinking chocolates are unmatched there's nothing like them in the city
1: I love that that's what I'm taking away from this conversation that's the one I gotta try that sounds incredible
0: oh you and Megan should go you'd love it it's also just like a beautiful building it's it's like bright and fun and they have all kinds I mean it's just it's a great little it's a great little spot on Morrison Road okay finally we do have to talk about Starbucks uh, because they're everywhere
1: and uh, and we all we know it's your real favorite we know that's the real it
0: is my real favorite I went there today, Paul, after I've not been there for two weeks because I've been making coffee at home. And I ran out of coffee before this coffee conversation. Mm -hmm. So favorite Starbucks locations for me, I have two. Drive-thru, Alameda and Decatur. The line will be out the... I, okay, I don't wait in line when the line is into the street because that's like a hazard to the world. But they are that busy almost all the time. And their baristas are always so nice and so chill, even though they are clearly busy. Um, but going into a Starbucks location, I used to go to First and Wadsworth. That's where Greg and I used to meet our gangster tax attorney, Uncle Phil, because they had a, <laughs> to get our taxes done. Because they had a Clover espresso machine, and he's very specific about his Starbucks that he drinks coffee from. Um, But they also were in an old Burger King, so it was like a huge Starbucks to hang out in. But my shout-out really is for Broadway in Virginia. It's a newer Starbucks location. Sadly, it used to be where Caboose Hobbies was. But the interior is bright and airy. Baristas are always super nice. They've got some nice comfy chairs. That would be my vote, is uh, Starbucks on Broadway in Virginia. What about you, Paul?
1: Well, I mean... I I added this category because I just wanted you to have a chance to talk about Starbucks, really. But after thinking about it, I do actually have an answer. And it's the one at REI. Oh, that one is great. You know, it's just a nice place to sit outside and watch the river and great people watching all up and down the paths. Cherry Creek and the...
0: Location can't be beat.
1: Platte River. Mm -hmm.
0: You're already having your REI experience. And then you can go into the coffee shop inside the place, get coffee. And like you said, then sit out and watch people do... uh the outdoor activities people come to Colorado to do. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Well, Paul, I think uh, we'll put some links in the show notes to all of these spots that we talked about because we'd really love for folks to go out and check out what we love also share with us what you like what are your favorite coffee shops i think they're so specific to neighborhoods there's probably a lot that we haven't been to um so if you have a favorite coffee shop or you want to shout out your favorite spot you can leave us a voicemail at 720-500-5418 you can also shoot us an email denver at citycast.fm and shout out your favorite coffee shop paul thanks for joining me thanks Bree. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell your favorite barista about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, which is easier than ever. All you have to do is text Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye. And also the topper of it actually was going to Tacos Rapidos after that. I was like, that burrito will kill you no matter what. And then you add that after.